Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Friday, October 6th. Here's what's driving the day. Two big things. One about Joe Biden. One about Donald Trump. Biden is building a wall on the U.S.-Mexican border. On Thursday, the administration announced this in the quietest way possible, with a few lines in the Federal Register that noted, quote, there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct physical barriers. By midday Thursday, questions about Biden's about face on this issue dominated the White House press briefing. The administration's explanation, they tried and failed to get Congress to reappropriate the money for other immigration priorities. And now, by law, they have to spend it on Trump's wall. The Biden administration is walking a fine line here. On the one hand, Biden is saying he's still against the wall. On the other hand, they did have this leftover money that had to be spent on the wall. But the timing is, of course, pretty curious considering immigration and the situation at the U.S.-Mexican border is one of the major vulnerabilities for Joe Biden right now. And he's going into a negotiating season with Republicans in the House and Senate who seem to be steering towards some kind of deal on Ukraine aid and immigration funding. So it seems like the White House decided this was a good time to spend that money. And perhaps not surprisingly, Donald Trump is inserting himself into the House GOP's leadership race. Trump told Fox News yesterday that he was planning a trip to Washington to meet with Republican House members on Tuesday. That's when speaker candidates are scheduled to make their case before the entire House GOP conference. Hours later, Representative Troy Nels from Texas who wanted Trump to run for speaker, tweeted that Trump told him that the former president would actually endorse Jim Jordan instead. And Trump later confirmed his endorsement of Jordan. So what sort of mischief is Trump up to? To answer that, we're going to turn to Politico's national political correspondent, Meredith McGraw. Good morning, Meredith. So last night, there was a little bit of uh, whiplash with, uh, with, with Trump coming to Washington and running for speaker one second, and the next second, he's uh, endorsing Jim Jordan. Break down what we know about this. So Trump has mostly stayed out of McCarthy's ouster earlier this week, and the early maneuverings by House Republicans to try to figure out who might be the next Speaker of the House. But that all seemed to change recently when Trump said that he might be going to Capitol Hill himself to help unite the party and help them uh, figure out who their next Speaker might be, but also potentially serve as Speaker himself if they can't find somebody who can get the 218 Republican votes that's needed to secure the speakership. And then late last night, Republican Troy Nels of Texas, who, as you said, was pushing for Trump himself to be speaker, said that he was actually going with Jim Jordan, who has been a staunch ally of Trump's over the years in the House, currently serves as chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, and was one of Trump's strongest backers while he was going through his two impeachment trials. So, Meredith, um, and I talked to Nels late last night, and you know, I, we have some reporting that what happened here is that some of the pro-Trump members in the Republican conference may have talked the former president out of this idea <laughs> of you know coming to Washington and or running for speaker, saying, "Look, it wasn't gonna, this is not gonna happen," and might end up just embarrassing him. Nels wouldn't really cop to to that happening, 
But he did say he spoke to, to Trump twice yesterday. And by the end of those conversations, you know, Trump told him that no, you know, he appreciated Nels pushing him into the race, but, you know, he's endorsing Jordan. And then Nels called Scalise and told him, and then uh, eventually just tweeted it out <laughs> and let us all to scramble to figure out if this was accurate or not. What's, what's your sense of the impact on Trump backing Jordan? Do you, do you think it, it helps Jordan? It hurts Jordan? Sort of status quo? Because you know the, the same members are probably going to be for Jordan anyway. Any, any indication of how it plays, Meredith? Well, my understanding was that obviously Jim Jordan has been really close to Trump over the years, but Jim Jordan was also an ally of McCarthy's. He was a hardliner founder of the Freedom Caucus, yet was also working alongside McCarthy a lot and was a close ally of Trump. And at the same time, Trump, he does like and respect Steve Scalise, who he's known over the years. Um, and my understanding was if Trump had a preference, it would be for Jordan, but he likes both of the guys. And you know, so far had had sort of stayed out of things. You know, the question with Jordan, because of his hardliner, more right-wing positions over the years, as if he could get enough moderates on his side to secure the speakership. And we know that yesterday from our Hill reporters that he spoke to the Main Street Caucus, which is very pro-business, it's moderates, more centrist from the House GOP, and was really trying to assure them that he would be able to unite the party and get everybody on board, that he would be able to keep some of those hardliners in line. And he also addressed some of the other concerns about changing the rules for the motion to vacate. That was what Congressman Matt Gates used to get rid of former Speaker McCarthy and also address some concerns about whether or not he could be the kind of fundraiser that McCarthy was. McCarthy was able to raise a lot of money for for the party during his, his tenure and just his time as a, a congressman. So I think Trump's endorsement, you know, certainly would sway and holds a lot of weight. Trump is the dominant force in the party. He's seen as the leader of the party in a lot of ways, of course. Um, but there are still some... Uh, House members who are going to want to, to go their own way or might be more moderate and have some reservations about uh, Jim Jordan as speaker. Meredith, thank you so much for helping us break that down. Thanks, Ryan. And for your schedule today, the House and the Senate are out and President Biden will receive the PDB in the morning. Then he delivers remarks on the September jobs report and National Manufacturing Day. And a quick programming note, Playbook Daily Briefing is off on Monday for the holiday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Enjoy the long weekend if you have one. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening.